Welcome to Movies to Watch Before the End of the World. Two film buff friends decide to spend their remaining days creating and watching the ultimate movie bucket list. A podcast filled with film discussions, movie reviews, and a healthy dose of juicy celebrity gossip. Cinephiles unite. We're gonna need each other. Everything all right there, Mr. Miss? Oh, I messed it up. <laughs> I was so certain that you were gonna go like Hong Kong. No, it was gonna be everything all right back there, Mr. Siddiqui. Like everything oh, all right there, Miss Daisy. I but, know. but I messed it up. <laughs> it's okay. I forgive you, Mita. It's okay. I was just so excited because. We're doing this virtually and we haven't done it virtually. We haven't so done long. this in so long. Yeah. So I think we need to be upfront with our our listeners. Yeah, because, tell them. So you're going to notice a difference in the recording of our small talk and in the review of Driving Miss Daisy because we recorded Driving Miss Daisy in person and we're doing small talk virtually mm-hmm. because we wanted our thoughts and feelings for mm-hmm. our small talk to be fresh because we just watched... Rocky or Rodney Brain Kahani on we Friday. Sure, we sure did. So we saw it and now we're doing this virtually and we recorded Driving Miss Daisy before. So there is going to be a difference in how it sounds and all of that. And we're not going to reference small talk at all in that recording. So you have that. But we wanted to do this for a variety of reasons. So here we are. But Rocky or Rodney Brain Kahani for our non-Bollywood listeners who... Follow Us uh, was a is a Bollywood movie that came out on Friday. We talked about it a lot over the last month because they were advertising and we were both excited for it. And Mita and I went on Friday night at 10.30 p.m. Yep. to the only showing that was available at the theater we wanted to go to. And we saw it with some friends. So here are the thoughts. Okay. <laughs> we So this is what I think is just ridiculous about both of us is that we... I don't. Well, you seem to think that I'm going to be really surprised by how you feel about. No, this. I don't think you will be. Not, not at all. <laughs> because yeah. you've told me to like ignore your Instagram stories yeah, exactly. and everything, <laughs> and to keep my thoughts to myself. But yeah. I think we both know where we both landed. Both with landed. This movie. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not how how much we landed, but I think we both know where we landed. I so I was a bit nervous going into it. Yeah. Um so the day we went to go see it, my dad was like, What are you seeing again? And I told him. He's like, Oh, I read reviews. They are not good. <laughs> and I was like, Oh. And the, but then I looked at him dead in the eye and I was like, Well, that's for me to decide. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was a little bit nervous because I he read some reviews that didn't bear well oh, for it. That's and, interesting because I read reviews. It was all glowing what I read. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're just on different sides of the internet. That's very true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, he was saying that a lot of people were calling it, like, really cheesy. And when the movie started, without giving... like, ten minutes? Yeah. I was like, oh, this is really cheesy. Yeah. Like, I was very concerned. But it definitely redeemed itself as it went on. And it was just like, it was, it's just so nice to have three movies come out within this like two week span and to just be excited about both of the, all three of them and then to actually be pleased with what you're seeing. Like the outcome yeah. was worth all the hype. Like it was just great to not yes. feel disappointed. Yeah. I was very disappointed. I was not disappointed. I was very <laughs> I was like, wait, nervous what? as well. <laughs> I was very nervous as well going into it because... I I wanted to like it. And I think that happens. I didn't feel that way about Barbie or Oppenheimer. And I think with Oppenheimer, once the reviews started to trickle in, I was just like, all right. I also find that reviews for Hollywood movies tend to be a lot more, they're not as divisive. Mm-hmm. Bollywood movies always have divisive reviews because there's more than just the film watching that goes into it. There's a lot of politics and thoughts and feelings. And so you can never really trust any extreme version of what you hear. Yeah. So I was kind of like, okay, I'm I'm hoping this is good. I'm reading this is good. And Mita, I want to I want to say what I'm going to say very seriously okay. without any intended like hyperbole or overselling it. But I have not enjoyed a movie that much in I don't even know how long. Wow. I 
It was one of the most, I, I put it in my Instagram story that I told you not to read. I really actually thought about this and it was, I think, the most enjoyment I've had at a theater in maybe like 20 years. Wow. And like really, really enjoyed it. Like really. And this isn't to say that I think it's a like flawless film or like anything like that. Or, you know, I've seen, I, I saw in Loved Lutera, for instance, mm-hmm. and it, it's a five star film for me. It ranks amongst one of my all time favorite movies. But that experience wasn't even like this experience. There was a moment in the movie where Rocky takes Rani to celebrate her birthday. And I found myself just smiling, yeah. watching the screen, just joy, like truly enamored and charmed and just having such a like in the heart of hearts, a good time. And like to that scene's point, you don't yeah. get to see love like that in Bollywood movies often. No. Like it's yeah. not portrayed like it's really it's what like a North American romantic comedy should be that whole yeah. that whole sequence like that's the feeling that should evoke and like I don't necessarily think they have the best chemistry they're not like my all they're not Kajol and Sharu like Kajol they're not going to no. be that but they are they're very palpable especially in that those moments when I'm not going to spoil things but especially yeah. in that scene that you're pointing out there it is it's just it was such a fun watch. And I will say sitting next to you, I like I could feel your joy being <laughs> But like I also was just very excited were, yeah. too. Yeah. And there's a lot of like laugh out loud moments. That's some rare. true like the dialogue is incredible. Mm-hmm. It's so like it's really like some of the like spicy dialogue, especially from Alia Butt, is amazing. But the jokes and Ranveer Singh is Killed so it. good. He Only he could play this it. role. <laughs> Only he could do this role. And, like, I was talking about this with my wife. He balances this. And, like, uh, my other friends who saw it, we saw them, like, the day after. And they were like, he's, like, a douchebag that you like. Yeah. And that's not easy to do at all. He's a lovable douche. He's a lovable douche. My fa- I. He is a, a puppy lo- that, like, shits the carpet, but he's a puppy. And so you still love him. At you the still end love of the him. Day. And he yeah. gets away with it. And he. He has some incredible lines, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't want to spoil anything, but like, it's it's I think what's amazing is also that Garan Johar takes the tropes that he created and the things that he made famous, yeah. and he totally turns them on themselves, mm. and that that is it's miraculous. You cannot name an American director who has ever done so. I can't name a single other person. Who has ever done something like that? Because he can took self recognize, yeah, self recognize and be aware and change and adapt to what's happening. Because I remember when I watched the trailer, I was excited. I was worried because I was just like, "Oh, is this just going to be kind of like fluff, fluff? And is it going to be more of the same?" Mm-hmm. And that trailer is so amazingly cut because it's. It hides the best parts of this movie. There's real messages in this movie. Real messages. And yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. There's, it's saying a lot of stuff. And it never feels over the top. It never feels in your face. Everything actually comes off very subtly. Everything comes off very nicely. And is believable in a lot of ways. Even though, like, the premise of this is a little, like, okay. Sure, yeah. Yeah. But it, everything is, like, okay, that, like you do fall into this trap of like, that probably would happen or this yeah. would play out. And it wasn't ever like any moments that I was like cringing in my seat of like, oh my God, what am I watching right now? Like, no, everything just worked. It was very, it was very, for as abs- as loud as this movie is, it is very grounded. Yes, yeah. that's such a nice way of putting it because it's over the top in every way, shape and form. It's not a subtle movie, but yet there's like conversations Throw away dialogue that could have been nothing. And there's like a conversation between Alia Pat and Ranveer Singh when they're talking about like getting married. And she's like, well, where will we live? And he says, you'll live with me. And she goes into this very simplistic ver- real reason of why that's problematic. Mm-hmm. And then you suddenly are out of that. But it's like they use that opportunity to just to say, say something. something. Yeah. That worked with her character, worked with his character, worked with the mood. Like, it was so, there's, and there's so much of that. Yeah. It was, and 
It was so nice. It was so nice to see a Bollywood movie and all the old songs and like everything. And like, I have, I've just wanted to talk about it and tell everyone and be like, you need to go see it. I'll have, I've honestly not had that good a time at the movies in ages. What would you say was the last thing that made you feel this way? I'm truly, I truly sat and thought about it. And I think it might go back as far as even like Kuch Kuch Hota Hai. Wow. Which is, that like is like 25 years, years yeah. ago. That's a long time. And I'm trying to think of, and I've liked many things. This isn't to say I haven't liked things, but like that sense of just like joy, pure, unadulterated joy. Yeah. And from a movie that is actually saying a lot at the same time. I, it was great. I we're on the same page with this. There's yeah. like, yeah. I don't know if I feel as maybe much true, joy yeah. as you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I did really, really enjoy it, and it was much better than I. I was really nervous going in. I thought that this was going to be like. I thought based off that trailer, I thought it was going to be fluff. I was worried there wasn't going to be any messages because even when I think back to things like Kabikashi Kabigam or Kuch Kuch Hortahe, like. There are subtle things in there, but he doesn't do enough of a job to, like, actually have those ideas, like, be pronounced. But everything yeah. in this is pronounced and, like, is clear. And you can understand what he's trying to say, but it's not overwhelming and, like, in your face. And no. it did really get some real emotions out of me. Like, the next day as, when I saw my dad in the morning, I went and, like, I gave him a hug. <laughs> really? I, yeah. There, I won't say why because like it'll spoil the movie but there's but just, tell me after yeah there was just yeah. some things where I was just like oh I love my dad <laughs> yeah. yeah you know there's things about this movie you have to also think about the fact that Garin Johar when he made Gabi Khoshi Gabi Kham the tagline for the movie is it's all about loving your parents yeah <laughs> and when you watch this you realize that is a film director aware of himself aware of where he is and some of the trauma that he might have inflicted on his That audience. he might have inflicted on people. <laughs> yeah. And like, such, such self-awareness. Mm -hmm. It's really, truly amazing. And you can see that. So the movie actually didn't open very well in India. No? It it didn't. Because Did it I bomb? Because a lot of people... It didn't bomb. But okay. here's, here's what's happening. It didn't open very well. And then... Because I think a lot of people expected it just to be more of the same. Like, I think they expected it to be exactly what that trailer is selling. And then word of mouth kicked in. Mm -hmm. And... It went, the box office opened, it did 50% more the next day, oh, and wow. then it did 50% more today. Oh, so wow. it it is going, it's actively it's making there. more money. It's getting there. And like, it's selling out in North America. It's, I think the word of mouth is big on this movie. Good. Good. And I, I'm really happy. And I'm really happy that it's making money and people are seeing it. And I'm, I'm like encouraging people to go see it. And I was having a really rough week last week. And this was the end of the week. And there was a point where I wasn't even looking forward to seeing it necessarily. I was like really down. And it it changed how I felt in three hours. It made me feel good. It made me feel happy. It made me feel, it made me, and it reminded me of things about like why I love cinema mm -hmm. and so much stuff. And I'm not saying we need like 10 of these because... We don't. You should only have a you couple should, of them. Yeah. This is... And to be quite honest, Garen Johar should be the only one making them. Because he's the only one who knows how to do it like this. Everyone else has their forte and they know how to do things. This is... Do you know when you've ever... You've had, like, food that... You, you make something and you're like, how are these ingredients working together? That's yeah. what a Garen Johar movie is. It's like, how is this all somehow working? Because there is a is. lot. There's nothing not a lot about this. Is, yeah, it's a lot. But it's like, it's just, the, it's a lot, but it's exactly what you need. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. So. Loved it. If you're listening to this, please go watch it. It was such a good time. And especially, last thing I'm going to say, especially if you're a Gen Xer. Because. Mm, yeah. We are the people who grew, started with Garin Johar. In Kuch Kuch Hota Hai back in 98. I was 15. You were what? 10? In 98, I was 7. Yeah. You were 7. So <laughs> you weren't even that old. But, but I, I remember seeing it in the theater. Everyone remembers Kuch Kuch Hota Hai. Everyone remembers that experience. And we've grown up with him. So you're, you're growing up with this filmmaker coming to this point, And he knows that. Hmm. He's essentially making films for the people who... This movie... And the other thing I love about this, this is a movie for... The South Asian community. 
he doesn't give a shit if you are like American or Canadian and not brown and watching this. It is made for that audience. Yeah. That feels really nice too. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about other things next week. I think once the dust on this has settled, to talk about Barbie and Oppenheimer and Rocky and Ronnie as like the summer movie experience. Yeah. And what those three movies and what they've been about. I think that'll be a good conversation. I think like July 2023 is like going to be one for the books. Like I will yeah, always truly. remember this, like these last yeah. two weeks yeah. of just being like the best experience. Yeah. yeah. Like lo- so amazing for film people. Mm-hmm. Before we go, what's your rating? So I am landing at a four and a half. Okay. Yes. I did really enjoy it. There were some parts, like it, like I said, it started off a little scary for me. And there's some things that I think could have probably maybe been edited down or weren't necessarily necessary. <laughs> um, so it's not a perfect five. I'm also just scared to give things a five these yeah. days. So I'm gonna land on a four and a half. I did. I really enjoyed it. Like it, w- it gave me all the feelings that I want wanted and yeah. deserved too. I think audiences deserve this kind of a movie. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's also like if you are, it's there's Barbie, there's Oppenheimer, and there's Rocky and Rani, and they're all different. And all three, I gave a four and a half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. What so about you? I am. I'm somewhere between a four and a four and a half. Oh. I don't give things five off the rail. Yeah. Because for me, a five-star film is something that has like sat with me and I've I've experienced it and seen it a couple of times. So that's just off the bat. I don't give new movies five stars. Yeah. I will say that despite how I'm speaking about it, there's there is a difference between the heart and the brain in this situation because it's not a perfect film. The second half drags. The third act I find is the resolution is too quick. The climax feels unearned. They, there's a big plot point that they kind of gloss over. There's things, but the heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like that is really what it is. As a film person, as a film critic, I can recognize something, but I cannot ignore how it made me feel. Yeah, and so I am also going to go with four and a half. There we go. Yeah, and. We're going to go see it again. <laughs> Mita and I are planning to go see it again. Everyone I know who has seen it is plan- wants to go see it again. I've already bought the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Premium seats. You, premium seats. If you haven't seen it, please go see it. And Truly. go see it in premium seats if you yeah. can. Go see And see it on a big screen. Yes. It's just not going to be the It's same. not going to be fun at home. No. It won't. Maybe your house, but not mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's enough about Rocky or Ronnie. It's time for Daisy. All right, Mita. Yep. What did we watch this week? This week, we yes. watched the 1989 Best Picture winner, Driving Miss Daisy. We drove her. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> we drove her. Did we drive Miss Daisy? We are ending yes. the, ni- the 80s. 80s. Yeah, we yeah. are getting into the 90s next week. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Yeah, the 80s were the 80s, truly. Yeah. Driving Miss Daisy, according to IMDb, yes. it's about an old Jewish woman and her African-American chauffeur in the American South have a relationship that grows and improves over the years. That's it. Womp, womp. That's, that's Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> Driving Miss Daisy, can I just get into it? Go ahead. Okay. Driving Miss Daisy is a movie that you can watch on TikTok. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> I, my expectations going into it, I had never seen it yeah. at first. I didn't know what to expect. I've seen like little clips here and there on the internet, but yeah. I didn't know what it was about. All I knew was that people say that this isn't a good movie and like are kind of surprised that it did win Best Picture. So I went in with the mindset of like, I'm going to shush all of them. Like maybe all the naysayers, all the naysayers. I'm going to go in with like all the positive intent in the world. And like 10 minutes in, I'm like, why am I watching this Lifetime movie that won Best Picture? Because. Yeah. It's endearing. (laughs) <laughs> is it I, but that's the only that's literally the only thing i could think of this is not a it's not a bad film and it is a very well-made lifetime film yeah <laughs> like the best made lifetime film yeah like lifetime would be so, so happy, happy so happy this. This there'd be it. emmys for this Lifetime. oh my god <laughs> it might even move to hbo at this point <laughs> yeah like it's so good for tv 
Which, let me clarify, yeah. it's not just a joke, because in the 80s, this was an actual thing. So, like, on HBO, this might have actually been something. As a feature film, mm-hmm. I was like, why? Yeah. And I also, I think part of it is, like, we are coming off of the greatest film weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah true, true, yeah. We're coming off of Barbenheimer. Yeah. We're, like... And, and now Rocky Arani. Yes, yeah. exactly. We're, like, going to the movies is such yeah. an exciting thing to be able to do. I cannot picture myself going to oh, the movies... But- at all Seeing, right driving Miss Daisy and being like yeah cinema <laughs> <laughs> that was the film event of the year yeah. and that that is saying a lot of things because when I, I think we, I think we both understand that like the best picture isn't necessarily it isn't the film event of the year all the time no. sometimes the Titanics do win sometimes the Lord of the Rings do win but there has to be something like you have to see this. You do, do not, not have, have to, to see, see this. Driving Miss Daisy. And let me tell you something. In like thirty years, you can watch Green Book and you'll have seen. Okay, Driving let's talk about that though, because this is Green Book light. Yes, but this Green a, Book sucks. This is Green Book one point Yeah, <laughs> or or is Green Book Driving Miss Daisy two point Yeah, Green Book is actually Driving Miss Daisy two point Yeah, but I'm gonna say it again because you walked over it. Yeah. Green Book sucks, <laughs> and sucks because it won Best Picture. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't actually think it's kind of like my hate for Crash is largely dictated by the fact that it, 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 it broke back. Best Picture. Yeah. I think Green Book has no business being in this list of ninety illustrious films. I don't think Driving Miss Daisy deserves to be there either, but less violently. Oh, okay, <laughs> interesting. Do you think it's because you weren't, like, I mean, you were, what, four at this time? So you weren't, like... Literally, yeah. You weren't sitting in front of the TV wondering what's going to happen on Oscar night. No, I wasn't. Yeah. I, I, th- I think also what Green Book represents is the failing of the Academy, mm-hmm. and I'm able to recognize that now. I don't know what happened. I mean, we'll talk about this when we get there, but I did not hate Green Book the first time, like the when I saw it. I've only seen it once. I don't hate. I don't actually hate Green Book. Yeah. But Green Book winning—that's what bad. you hate. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But you don't have that same visceral reaction yes. when it comes to Driving Miss Daisy. Well, I do hate Crash. I just want to make that very clear, and we'll continue. <laughs> yes. In, to make that clear, I will say I have this visceral reaction. Oh, really? For a reason. I was looking at films that came out in 1989, and there's a film called Do the Right Thing. Yeah, that is a... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I can see why the Academy would want this to win and, like, would push this forward, or at least if there was, like, campaigning at the time, how they could lead this campaign. Because it is talking about racism. It is talking... Is it actually talking about racism? Well, no. There's Like, really? It's talking about racism in terms of the 80s, talking about racism. But... You have a film out that same year called Do the Right Thing that actually does yeah, talk about yeah. racism and comes from the point of the view of people who are being, experiencing who it. are experiencing yeah. it, who are living it. And it is such a great film. And we reviewed it on our podcast, yeah. so you should go back and listen to it. Yeah, back from season one. Yep. Um, but you have that as your as an option. Yeah. But this is the more palpable version that I guess the Academy could handle at that time and I think a large part is there is a lot of like white savior moments within this oh or the white yes yes our white people look so fantastic in this I will say driving with a daisy is could also be titled white savior Savior. yeah like that's really (laughs) what it is about and it's it's painful to see because I also think at the time, the intent was pure. Mm-hmm. Truly. I don't think the intent or the understanding even was so limited. You can see that. Like, you can see the lack of education and the, the inability to recognize that you're telling a black person's story from a white perspective. Like, you can see that, mm-hmm. but that the heart is in the right place. Do the Right Thing is its own film. It's a great film. It deserved Best Picture. Yeah. Kind of full stop, period. Mm-hmm. This did not. But this doesn't seem ill-intentioned is what my, my thing. I don't know. I didn't. Well, neither does Crash. Neither does no Crash. I mean, <laughs> talk about Crash for a second. We're gonna talk no, about we will it. talk about Crash. But we're we gonna get, to get it. there I later. Know. Let me talk about Crash. Okay, go. Because Crash is also a movie about racism that is actually trying to pretend like it knows what it's talking about. My question of like, does this talk about racism? Because it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. It really is meant to be about these two people 
And at least she's Jewish. That's fair. She is one who has experienced... Her own share of discrimination. Like, there's something about that that... It doesn't make it okay, but it's like... At least she's a... She's coming from a a place of familiarity. Familiarity. Fine, it's not... She's not discriminated based on her her race, but she's discriminated based on her religion. And that's discrimination, at least. Like, they have that in common. Mm -hmm. So at least there's that. Crash, on the other hand, is a straight white man telling other people what racism is like. It's it's garbage. Yeah. It's really garbage. And we'll talk about we, that. I'm, yeah, I'm reserving my comments <laughs> for when we get you to You can. I will continue to talk about Crash. I know this is your, this is what you've been championing for your entire life. My entire basically. life. Yeah. I just think Brokeback was robbed more than any other film in the history of the Academy. Yes. But we'll talk about that later on. We'll get there by the end of this year. By the end of this year, yeah. Yeah. I think it's around think that time. So, yeah. yeah. But anyways, Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> It also, when you think about Driving Miss Daisy, it also just has this, like, cultural kind of connotation and tone of being so just, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't have... It's very ho-hum. Very ho-hum. Yeah. Like, you say Driving Miss Daisy, everyone knows it, but no one is like, oh, what a great, what a great yeah. moving film. It changed me. It made me... It did nothing for anybody. Yeah. It didn't do anything, but it's also so unoffensive. But, like, how does that warrant being the best picture of the year? But I think... <laughs> I'm mad about it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I think now, to the end of what we're doing, this is what we're going to see. Is all these ho-hums? We're going to see so much ho-hum. You're going to have obvious choices, like Schindler's List or Titanic, or even, like, uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have some, like, truly perplexing moments of driving Miss Daisy or the English patient beating out what though I don't know because I wasn't aware (laughs) no but like sorry the English patient or Green Book or Coda or like Crash like you're going to have these movies that are so clearly meant for the middle of the audience they're not here to inspire they're not going to do anything it's just like you're not you're not a bad film but you're good enough to win Best Picture. Do you think the intention here was to be ho-hum, though? Because I think their intentions... Was are... to be great? Yeah. I don't think, I think this is Oscar bait, though. Oh, interesting. But I how don't does feel... It, how does something get into being the into the running, then, if you're not selling this movie as, like, Reviews, something? Right? Yeah. I think we'll see that in two weeks when we review The Sons of the Lambs. Because nobody thought it was. Because nobody thought. The studio didn't think it had a chance. That's why they released it in February. Yeah. And it carried through 14 months to win Best Picture. So So there there are certain movies that can carry through. And then there are certain movies that are just, they rely on word of mouth and good reviews and et cetera, et cetera. And I think enough people saw this. If you watch it objectively, mm-hmm. it's unoffensive. It's charming. There are, there are like if it wasn't charming for you, it wasn't. It wasn't charming, charming for, me. for me. No, I found it charming. I thought, you know, Jessica Tandy was nice. I thought Morgan Freeman was nice. I thought they had a nice little bond. I, it was fine. It was it was unoffensive. I watched it. It's an hour and a half. It's short. It's very, very, very easy to watch and mm-hmm. feel like you watched something nice without taxing you. We talked last week about Oppenheimer and Barbie. Yeah. And those are taxing films. Mm. They're worth it. Like, you, you get something out of them at the end. Yeah. But they're taxing. This is not. Comparably, though, like, if you're going to look at film today, what's a movie that's not non-taxing? Coda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Green Book. Book. Yeah. And Crash. It, it's movies that are fine. There's nothing actually wrong with them. Mm-hmm. And that's why they won. It's just, Green Book beat Roma. It feels... It's just frustrating. It's it very frustrating. I want the best picture to be the best picture. I want it to live up to this, like unbelievable expectation especially because when things like parasite win you want it to count for what it yes, counts right exactly. and this diminishes that like to me black Klansman is the same year as green book like spike got screwed twice yeah the same way. i don't think black Klansman is that great. i think black Klansman is great i think it came out the same year as roma for me and i think okay, roma is exceptional yeah that. but i think if you're gonna have a best picture that is has that 
sentimentality. I also just want to point out, black movie, Latino movie, white movie one. There you go. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. Continue. Yes. But I think when you have movies that have the same sort of subject matter, okay, maybe Driving Miss Daisy isn't supposed to, like, solve racism <laughs> in the film. Yeah. But there's... Obviously, there's talk about race. There's talk about race with it, and it's so clear which one is actually like the better film. It's frustrating to see something ho hum win over something that is really it's big, it's grand in terms of cinema. Like we watch Do the Right Thing, yeah, and it has such a strong message, and it's still an entertaining movie. Yeah, like it's not like you're being buried down by this message and you're sullen over yeah. racism. There's something to actually experience there. And my experience with this was just like lackluster. Yeah. I was watching it and like yawning the entire time through. Of like, when is this going to be over? And it's a short movie. It's an hour and a half. It's an hour and a half. And at 10 minutes in, I was like, oh no, I still have an hour 20. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. I actually thought you would like this. No. Yeah. I was so bored and so like... This is probably on me, but she just doesn't, like, feel like a Jewish woman to me. Like, there are the scenes with Christmas involved. Yeah. And, like, I can understand because she's a woman in the South and so most of yeah. them probably are Christian or Catholic. Um, but, like, just there was, like, a disconnect there of, like, I'm not understanding her as a Jewish woman and, like, her experiences because she doesn't fit the stereotypical Jewish mother. Mm-hmm. She fits more of the Southern mother. Yeah. Which she is, but I guess there was that like disconnect there. Like, how am I supposed to understand her uh, her experiences yeah. if I'm not seeing what I'm stereotypically used to? Yeah. Which, like, granted, that's on me, but still, I think you could have had something in there. Yeah. This has Patty Lapone, and I was so excited for, and like, sorry, Patty, but you don't deliver. <laughs> that's what I barely know. remember you in yeah. this movie, and even with my boy Dad, yeah. <laughs> my birthday twin. It's just, it's fine. Like, yeah. there's nothing really compelling. And, like, Morgan Freeman is just Morgan Freeman. Like, yeah. there's nothing great about this. I was not taken away. And I was falling into understanding why this has had the notion of being, like, one of the worst Best Picture winners for history. Yeah. And there is somebody on YouTube. His name on YouTube is I am. And then DB. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not IMDB. Yeah, yeah. He is IMDB. Yeah, yeah. And he was he's been doing a series where he was also watching oh, all okay. the best picture winners and would do like review clips yeah. on them. And he stops at Rain Man. And that was like three months ago. Interesting. And I think it's because he watched Driving Miss Daisy and he must have died. <laughs> <laughs> I don't he disappeared. He stopped. That's interesting. Yeah. I think this broke him. This is not that. This is not that. It's not that bad, IMDb, if you're out there, yeah. let us know. Give us a sign. I love your reviews. It's not that bad, though, Mita. I really did not Really? I just... I'm not saying it's terrible. Like, yeah. it's the worst movie I've ever seen. There are obviously worse yeah, yeah. movies. It's just like, I was not... I could not get into this whatsoever. And again, I came off of a really ex- high weekend of so maybe Barbie, that Oppenheimer Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But maybe that's part of it. That like those were high is. octane and this was really This just brought me all the yeah, way yeah. down. There's yeah. nothing octane about this. I actually. wanted to experience something. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The, and this kind of movie typically could make me feel like a warm hug. I didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't love this film, <laughs> but I definitely didn't have the like. You're having visceral. a reaction to my visceral. Yeah, I'm more surprised though. at how visceral it is because I don't think this is great. I don't think it deserved best picture. It's very hum. Like I agree with everything, but also I think when I watch it, it's it's so truly unoffensive. Like I just don't because it's not even, you know, my there, there's things about driving Miss Daisy that are so like. It doesn't talk about... It doesn't really talk about race. It doesn't really talk about discrimination. There's no story here for the record. No. Nothing actually happens. It's supposed to be like a timeline. It's just a timeline of how these two people stay friends. But there's also nothing like... There's nothing that... They just stay friends. They become friends because he's her driver. And that's it. Until the very end. Honestly, it's a bad beach read. No. Because here's the thing. 
this is based on a play. And as I was watching mm-hmm. it, I was like, I could see this working. More as a play. I can totally see this being so likable as a play. Yeah. How do you do the car scene? Like, crashing a car into the... Bar. That that I did enjoy. The first? Yeah. The beginning? When she crashes her okay, car. Yeah. It was kind of just like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a chuckle yeah. in this whole film. I think it probably but, just starts with, like, a sound effect or something. Yeah. Like, how do you do that on stage? Yeah. And that's like, yes, as a play, I would watch this. I think this would actually work much better as a play. Yeah. I think in a movie, sometimes cinema has a way of, it just doesn't work. Just because it's one art form doesn't mean it works in another art form. And I think those gaps about like story, there's no story. There's no really even character development. Nothing happens here. No. But it's pleasant enough. For you. It's, <laughs> it's unoffensive. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying anything about yeah. this is offensive. Yeah. It's just not what I want in a yeah. best picture. And I want what I want. I I will say, Mita, I yeah. find that interesting because you really liked Rain Man. I don't... I think Rain Man has more entertaining appeal to it. Than this? Yeah, there's something in... There, Rain Man, you know, it, part of it is Tom Cruise as an actor. And yeah. I know... I know how that sounds. <laughs> and I'm fully aware that I'm like Team Tom Cruise yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to wear it. Yeah. But there is something very compelling and charming about him as a performer that I'm enticed to watch him in that movie. You have Dustin Hoffman's performance. Yes. Which is very good. Yeah. The We didn't talk about it too much, but the music in Rain Man is good and like exciting and gets you invigorated. And Driving Miss Daisy. You don't like doodle doodle doodle. No, because that's movie that's in the background of the parent trap. (laughs) Is it? There's a scene at camp, the the, dun 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 dun. Anyways, I I know it from when they're piercing her ears. I can can hear it in my brain when I hear it. But (laughs) I can hear it in my brain? Yeah. I see the scene in my brain when I hear the music. But I'm not like, yes, this score belongs. Yeah. I'm not excited. I mean, in Rain Man, you have I Go, I Go Away. <laughs> <laughs> How exciting is that? You have the sequence in the casino. Like, that's so, it's referential in itself. Sure, and it's yeah, yeah. Very exciting. And, like, yes, could also be a more ho-hum movie. But I think this is, like, farther down the ho-hum line. This is, like, this is on TBS... And so is Rain Man, though. <laughs> this is on TBS, and I probably would skip it. I would okay. skip it. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be like, yes, let's let's watch this. What's this? This is compelling to me. Yeah, I find them very comparable. Interesting. Yeah, in terms of, like, my overall appeal, and part of me, when I think about it, I'm like, would I watch Driving Miss Daisy over Rain Man? Would you? I think I might. Whoa. And that's it's not because I liked it more. I just, I, I don't know. What's happening? You're choosing Working Girl over... <laughs> I chose Working Girl over... I did not like Rain Man, apparently. Yeah. Really didn't... I don't know and what it was. their own. But yeah. I think Rain Man has more to it than... Oh, working Girl is good. Driving. I like the... I like Working with... Girl over Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> working Girl over all three. Let's... Yeah. Yeah. But... <laughs> I think Rain Man, the brother dynamic is interesting to me. It's interesting to... Find out he didn't know about. Like, there's something there that I can grasp onto. There is a story. Yeah. Aside, like, the story might not be the best. And, yeah, like, there is cool, a story. Yeah, but there is a story yeah. that's there. And I can follow There's no suit. story in Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. There's and, like, they win $95,000 at the casino by counting cards. Like It's not 95. It's, it's 95 or 85? It's 80, I think. 85? Something. It's something five. It's they win money at the casino. <laughs> and the casino just lets them go, no. which is great. Which is not a good thing. We thought it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't want to see them in jail. But that's the. <laughs> I don't. That this Raymond is a ho hum movie where you know it can be a success. <laughs> I don't no. want to see them in jail. But I mean, I saw, I, I saw the darker version of Driving Miss Daisy in Mississippi Burning. Oh. <laughs> Right? <laughs> About the KKK yeah. and race-related murders. Uh-huh. You know, it's nice to just see a black man and a white woman be friends. You know, just driving in Dri- a car. Just driving in a car and going on a road trip and, you know, getting pulled over by policemen and just being insulted verbally. 
<laughs> it's nice to I'm going to remind you of this when we get to Green Book. <laughs> you should. I think, I think my thing about this is, maybe it also is, I was expecting to like this less. Uh-huh. Because I know Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, it's like bad. I know the history. I know it's not, it's regarded as one of the worst Best Picture winners, all of that. And so I was just like, it doesn't deserve Best Picture. I didn't love it, but also like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just an easy I, movie to watch. I was not subscribing to it. No. I'm, not, I'm not subscribing to Driving Miss Daisy. So let's pull up the other Best Picture nominees. Great. And, uh, I didn't get around to watching any, any of, of them. them. Okay. Did you? So, no. Okay. We have Born on the Fourth of July. A movie Born on the Fourth of July. Starring your lover, Tom Sorry. Cruise. Yeah, I should watch that. You should. Yeah. And directed by <laughs> Oliver Stone. Yeah. We have Dead Poet Society. I tried to start it. You've never seen it? No. I, oh. I know the scene. Yeah. Like, You're I know captain, it. My captain. Yeah. Uh, my and captain. I'm excited to see Josh Charles, but yeah. no, I didn't watch it. Field of Dreams. I've never seen it. I've never seen that. And My Left Foot. I've only ever seen Dead Poet Society. I have not seen My Left Foot either. I haven't seen My Left no. Foot. None of those I've watched. So we can't really, really truly make that assessment. That sounds like a real dud of a... It does. <laughs> it also is that... Do the Right Thing wasn't even nominated in this Which one. is just rude. Which is rude. But probably says a lot about the Academy. Yeah. But they did nominate Mississippi Burning the year before. So, but that is still from the white perspective. Do you think that, yeah, that's what I'm going to say, that yeah. Do the Right Thing is more um, quote-unquote urban? <laughs> it was very urban at it's the It's very urban for yeah. them. Yeah, and so they probably were not very accepting of Spike's point of view. Or open to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely very urban. It I'll is. say it's very urban. But we're using air quotes, just yeah. so everybody I'm knows. Not, I'm not, I'm not talking. <laughs> I don't think being black is urban. That's not it. But yeah. it def- that's definitely the terminology that was used to discuss it. So yeah, it's hard to make that assessment. <laughs> and no, I don't mean urban. That's a real comment. <laughs> okay. But maybe the 80s themselves are just ending on a dud because we're not moving into anything exciting right now either. No. <laughs> like, it's not It's not like all of a sudden the 80s end and it's, you know, brilliant. And actually, 89, the 9s were the years where we were really starting to see the future, mm-hmm. right? So, like, 79, we saw... <clears throat> excuse me. 79, we saw Kramer versus Kramer. And then we saw Midnight Cowboy. Oh, like, exactly. And, yeah. So there was, like, a what's-to-come kind of feeling Feeling. with towards the end of the decade and this is sad but the 90s are not great either they're better and more i think oscar-y i think what we define as an oscar film defined in the 90s yes or what like we landed on it in the 90s okay yeah we landed on it with things like schindler's list and english patient and braveheart and gladiator and like that's 2000 but okay but, like, yeah. you see where I'm going. Like, we yeah. start to really, for, draw, even Dancing with Wolves. Didn't win, but, like, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Or Shakespeare in Love. Love. Like, we're really starting to define what that feeling is. Like, you say that movie and you're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's the best picture. Oscar. That's yeah. the best picture winner. An Oscar nominee at the very least. And you know what also goes into that is Driving Miss Daisy. I, and you yes, know what I doesn't fit the, that mold? Do the right thing. Yeah. And probably never will. Even Parasite to some degree. Although, everything everywhere all at once feels like... That's very true. There's something new coming. Yeah. We have something new to look forward to. And I think I think it started with Parasite. I think it did. I think there's something new, something exciting about Parasite, and that it died because of the pandemic. I think Parasite was just impossible to ignore. I think it was just... The movie itself was what it was, and the outpouring of love that came at it from Cannes and then carried it through almost a full year, it was undeniable. If it had lost Best Picture at that point, I think that actually would have been the bigger deal. Hmm. I think it winning was kind of like, this is going to happen. Everyone and their mother wants this to happen. Yeah. So it did. Parasite isn't really your Best Picture winner either. No. And that's a good thing. But I think that without Parasite, we wouldn't have everything everywhere all at once. Absolutely. Remember when I told you to watch Parasite and you weren't going to watch Parasite? I wasn't sure because I wasn't sure about the subtitles and like Korean movie. I was like, what? Why do you want me to watch this? And then you saw it and you're like, oh. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. And you would refuse to tell me what it was about. And that's how everyone should watch Parasite. Yeah. And again, we'll review Parasite later on and like what's become. But the 90s, I think, 
I think Driving Miss Daisy is just, for better or for worse, is an Oscar film. Mm -hmm. It's a prestigious film starring, you know, in, in stately nice homes with some decent costumes and some decent setting and some memorable music and low stakes. And it's not really pushing the bar too much. It's just like nice enough. It's also borderline like SNL skit. <laughs> what? How? In terms of like costume and set design, like I could have watched this on SNL. It's also I'm from sure the 80s. SNL must have made fun of I'm sure time. they did. They must have, yeah. There's no way they didn't. Yeah. It's just, it's very, yeah, it's just very 80s and very, it's just, you know, it's a movie. It's there. It's not, it's not anything. I think me. it's better than Barbie. Driving Miss Daisy? <laughs> I really just wanted to see your reaction to that one. I'm going to leave your home <laughs> and our podcast is over. Oh, I just thought it was more interesting than Barbie. Okay, shut <laughs> No, you didn't. You're a liar. Do you think you would have enjoyed this more if you hadn't been on such a, like, a, a movie such a high? high? Yeah. I mean, maybe, but what does, but like, I was on a high for movies. Yeah. Like, I want to be entertained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's a bad thing that I saw those two first and was very excited to watch something compelling and then just, it didn't meet my expectations. I don't think my expectations for this were too high. For Driving Miss Daisy? For Driving Miss Daisy. Mm -hmm. I think I had really good experiences and I wanted a really good experience again. Yeah. And this didn't meet it. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Do you think anything we've watched recently would have? In the 80s? Let me look at what I watched recently. Sure. Be like, yes, that was like... Because I, I have had like a pretty consistent, you know, week with the movies. I've been enjoying what I've been seeing. Let's see. I'm going to my Letterboxd diary. I watched Goodfellas for the first All time. Right. like completely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really did enjoy that experience as Goodfellas. well. Goodfellas is great. Yeah. I watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit for yeah. the first time in the last okay. week. That's fair. That was a lot of fun for me. Working Girl. Working Girl. a lot of fun for me. Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning Part 1. A lot of fun <laughs> for me, though. Joyride, a lot of fun for me. That I watched Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves, and I did not hate that. Yeah, it was great for what it is. Fair. I'm just curious. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Driving Miss Daisy was going to be it, and I also, for the record, don't want to come off like I'm like defending. Like Driving Miss Daisy is the theme's new, new favorite, favorite movie. Film. Get out of here, Chinatown. <laughs> it's just, I just didn't find it offensive, and you seem to really hate it. I don't. No, hate is a very strong word. I wouldn't yeah, use okay. hate. I just don't love it. <laughs> what is the What is the time? Or sorry, give me the situation yeah. in which you would watch this again. Um, I mean, I don't drink, but if I was ever like drunk <laughs> or hungover. Okay. I think, and this was just on, I'd be like, sure. I said, maybe, yeah. If I was, like, tipsy yeah. and, like, Driving Miss Daisy was on, sure, why not? <laughs> Would you recommend this to anybody? Um, folks in the old home? <laughs> well, old people for sure. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, you can. Old people, sure. Yeah. They're going to love Morgan Freeman. They're going to love Jessica Tandy. Yeah. They're going to love Dan. Yeah. <laughs> maybe even Patty LePone. Do you know Dan got an Oscar now for this? What? Yeah. <laughs> I know she won. She won. Um, so did Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> for playing is, himself. Is Morgan Freeman a great actor? No. Okay. But he also won for Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. yeah. Did he? Yeah. I don't remember that. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's what he won his Oscar for. You know what he should win one for? The Dark Knight. <laughs> He's barely in that, though. I like him. He stands out to me in that. He's fun. He gets to create all the toys. Yeah. Sorry. Morgan did win for... Million Dollar Baby? Million Dollar Baby. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's just... Yeah. There's This doesn't seem right to me. No? No. It's really off. Like, I can't... I just... I love Daisy. I don't know why you love it so much. <laughs> I really do. I'm really surprised by, like, how... How much you're admiring this film. <laughs> I, think <it's, laughs> I think it's more coming off... Do you think that... You also had a really exciting weekend and you're just living off that high and you're accepting this for what it is. That's an interesting perspective. Maybe that's part of that. Yeah. That like, I just, 
I also, so I, after the movies, I went to Montreal for the weekend, had a very busy weekend, came back very late and just was just like, okay, let me, it's an hour and a half. Let me try to get through like half of this. And yeah. I threw it on and I was just like, this is so easy. Yeah. I didn't fall asleep in the middle of it. Okay. I think it's so interesting how your viewing experience, experience changes everything. Because I think there's a world where if I had to watch this under duress, I might have been really more annoyed like by it. Like as homework for the Yeah, podcast. like it didn't feel like homework. And yeah, maybe I'm just kind of like on the high, like, and then like Rocky Arani just came out too. So I was in this like, I'm already going to see these big movies that are going to require energy in some way, shape or form. Yeah. So here is the easy thing. Yeah. And it was such an easy, it was such an easy, it was the easiest movie I've watched in a while. Okay. I'll say that. Yeah. Even more than Working Girl. Right. Which you know I loved. Yes. You adored. Adored Working Girl. But this was just, it was, <laughs> it required no brain power to really absorb this. I have a question for you. Do ask. Best picture, Driving Miss Daisy or Working Girl? <laughs> Who deserves it more? I just like Working Girl more. Working Girl. I would say Working like, Girl what deserves am I the voting best picture. What am I more. voting for? Yeah. If Let's say they were in the same year and they were both. Oh, I'm voting for work, Working yes, Girl. Yes. It's yeah, a better sure. film. It's a better okay. film. It's... I liked it more. It was better, but I get why. I I get why Driving Miss Daisy won. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with it. Yeah. And in that year, I'm putting. I'm voting for Do the Right Thing to be on that ballot. And in that year, I'm probably voting for something else too. Mm. I think I might be voting. I don't love Dead Poets Society. I think it's a little overblown. But I'm voting for something else. I don't think I'm voting for this. But I do get why. Your academy that is largely white right. male is voting for this. Okay. I get it. I don't agree with it. But you get but it. But I get okay. it. It's, it's not a win that astounds me. Where I'm kind of just like, how did this happen? Oh, I'm not. I'm not impressed. <laughs> Do you have sequel prequel ideas? Um, I actually like would like to know Miss Daisy's life before. before. Yeah, I want to see her as like a school teacher with a young son and like figuring out things. On Forsyth Street. Yeah. yeah. I don't need to know about... I don't even remember Morgan Freeman's character's name. They have weird names in this. Hook. Hook? Hook. Duke? Hook. Dooley? It's, it's Hook. Her son is Dooley. No. Booley. Booley. Yeah, Booley. He's Hokey? Hokey. Hokey? Hoke? Hoke? Hoke. Hoke. It is... That took a long time to get to. Hoke. H-O-K-E. I'm thinking of the subtitles, actually, rather than <laughs> people saying his name. Exactly. Yeah. I don't really care for him very much. Yeah. Uh, her maid was interesting to me. I would like to see Idella. Idella's story yeah, a little Idella, bit. Yeah. Idella was lucky she got to die she and did. didn't have to see the rest of this movie. <laughs> I do like a good sassy black person. <laughs> a sassy person is no, fine. I, they I don't need to be black. I know. They don't need to be, but I like a sassy black person. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, yes. this is like if The Help had won Best Picture. Oh. And I'm sure you like The Help. Yeah, I, I did when yeah. I came out. I never... Nita loves white savior movies. No, I liked the book, The Help, a okay. lot. The, that was... We read it in book club. Okay. And I liked it a yeah. lot. Um, and I did like the movie. But the interesting thing, though, is like I liked Green Book when it came out, too. But I never thought of it in contention of like winning an Oscar. Mm -hmm. So I, when we get there, I think that'll be interesting to think about again as we rewatch it. If like, okay, should this be the best picture of the year? Yeah, it should. Because I watched it without thinking. Like this was in the running. Yeah, I watched it. I was just bored, and this was out. Which now. is like maybe if I had seen Rain Man just as a film, I think I would have liked it more. Yeah. I think that's a part of it, and you probably would have liked this a little bit more, too. Like, I think there's a world... If it was just a movie? If you were just throwing it on TBS, and you had a lazy Sunday, and you were just like, let's see what's on, you might have been like, all right. Sure. Sure. Why not? I'll drive Miss Daisy. Yeah. I'll follow the Rain Man. But <laughs> watching these movies as the history of the best picture, you're kind of like... Uh. There's this... There's a level of, like, aggression, almost. Like, why are you here? Mm -hmm. You were sullying the name of Best Picture, How Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, yeah. You were one one hundredth, and you're kind of a spoiled seed. I guess I'll go okay. into my rating. Go into I don't your, think Mita has anything else to say. Go into your five star rating, yeah. please. I thought this was the best Best Picture winner of all time. Uh. <laughs> no, I just didn't 
hate this. Yeah. I really didn't. I it was an easy watch. I did. I'm not happy. I had to rent it. Yeah. And maybe that bothers you too. Always. <laughs> I just I didn't I just didn't hate this for what it was. It was easy viewing. It was easy to watch. I don't think it has any business having one, but I do get it. Mm-hmm. I would not have voted for this. I would have went and saw the other films and then been like, okay, one of these more likely. But I get it. I get what the... I I don't have that same expectation from the Academy anymore because they have disappointed me so many times. Mm. Even like so many times recently. Like if you go back as far as Coda two years ago that beat out Power of the Dog, that was garbage. It shouldn't have happened. That was such a boring, like ho-hum film that beat out something intelligent and like challenging and interesting and sexy and like so many things The Power of the Dog was that Coda isn't. And that's... That's... That's the Academy, baby. That's the Academy. They're choosing, they end up choosing the film that is not necessarily the best of the year, but the most palpable. No, and palatable, sorry. Yeah. It's the one that you can swallow the best. Mm. And that's Driving Miss Daisy. It's a fine film about a nice relationship that doesn't really have anything to say about race. It doesn't have anything to say about relationships. It doesn't even have anything to say about those two relationships. It's just a film about two people who get along. It's like a Hallmark movie. It really yeah. true. This movie is saying nothing. It is really saying, like, I cannot express how little this movie is actually talking about. It's just about these two people who happen to just be charming and cute to watch together because they're two old people of a different race who have this kind of like yin-yang relationship. That's it. There's nothing else really driving this. There's nothing else moving it forward. It's just that. There's nothing else. It's driving this. So like, oh, yeah. Hardy, har har. But it is ho-hum. But it was, it I, at the very least, though, it's easy to watch. It's yeah. not like three hours of this. No. And it's not like heavy dialogue. It's just like, it's doodle-dee-doodle-doodle-doodle. With, you know, some fine performances. And it is what it is. It's very much like... Okay. Yeah. I don't hate it. I certainly don't love it. I'm landing on two stars. Okay. I gave Rain Man a higher rating. You did. I did. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. It's very interesting. Which is interesting, right? Because, like, I didn't like this as much. Yeah. I liked that more, but I was harsher in my review there. Mm-hmm. But maybe just because my expectations were, like, truly low for this. And I was just like, all right. Driving Miss Daisy. Do you want to know what's even more interesting? Tell me. I, too, am giving us two stars. Oh, are you? Yeah. It's crazy that we have the same yeah. rating, but, like, very Some different very sentiments different, yeah. towards it. Because I was just, like, annoyed isn't the right word. Okay. Just, just like, just, like, baffled a little bit of, like, this? Her? You know Anne on Arrested Development? Mm-hmm. Her? <laughs> that, that is how I felt with Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. Because... I am coming off a weekend where I've gotten to watch some really exciting films lately and I yeah. felt like cinema is back and I am excited about the movies and I want to be invigorated and I want to see great storytelling. And this just, this is not great storytelling. There's barely story here. There barely is not very <laughs> much to go by. And like... The only other time I can think about watching this, which you asked, is like if I'm trying to go to bed and I just need some background noise on. Like this is great for that. But I wasn't captivated or experienced. Oh my God, I'd probably have such a good nap watching this. You probably would have. Right? Yeah. Like you too. You'll probably get some decent sleep watching Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. Driving Miss Daisy. But I wasn't, you know, I didn't have an experience. I just. I watched it, and I watched it for this podcast, and I was like, okay, I guess I gotta do this, which it didn't feel like homework, I will say that. I wasn't like, I gotta get through this next hour, I gotta, like, I wasn't planning out what I'm gonna watch yeah. it, I just sat there and watched it, yeah. but I just sat there and watched it and really didn't feel anything, and I yeah. I wanna feel something, okay. you know? Okay. I, need, I need something, even if it was like, I think I would appreciate this more if I did hate it because I don't hate it yeah it wasn't even that like, I understand yeah it wasn't even like angered by like how bad this was or 
or laughing at how stupid or silly it was. I just was like sitting there watching these moving pictures happen. Yeah. And like, I think a movie, especially one that's winning best picture, has to do more. Because what I will say about the codas or the green books, there are moments in them where my heartstrings are pulled a little bit or I might have a little chuckle <laughs> or anything like that. that last moment where he's feeding her pie? Not really. Like, no. <laughs> I really was not invested in these people whatsoever. I don't think any work was done from the beginning in the middle to justify that end. Like I can see why the end is emotional, but I don't I can't I didn't follow along on the, their journey. Okay. Like I was just not I was not subscribing to okay. it. And so for me it's a straight two. Yeah. Like it's just Okay. You know? Interesting. Yeah. Maybe Wild. We should, maybe we should watch Driving Miss Daisy together. I wonder what would happen. Yeah. We're not doing it. We're right not now. doing it now. <laughs> but yeah, that's Driving Miss Daisy and the end of the eighties. Wow. What a time to be alive. I know. Now we are moving into our time. The nineties. I wasn't born just quite yet. I mean, I was. <laughs> yeah. You've been alive the last four years. Yeah, I've been alive the last four years. I've been living, kicking, yeah. it, kicking it. Kicking it. But we're and we're gonna see what uh, cinema had to offer, especially this next decade. Yes. It starts to get in- interesting. Mm-hmm. And we start to get to movies. I think, barring one film, I've seen all of them now. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm still missing some. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to watch them. Yeah, yeah. You're going to watch them. And now, nothing. Which I, I will say, I just wanted to point this out. Oh, I will say that. That yeah. actually might have influenced how I felt. I made that connection earlier before watching this that I'm like, oh, I've seen... This is the last This is the one. last... I haven't seen Unforgiven. Yeah. But I've seen everything else. And this might be this the last... This is your last surprise. Yeah. This is my last feeling of like something new because now I'm just watching movies that I've seen. Yeah. And seen multiple times, many of them. Oh. So maybe that's kind of why I had a softer view of it. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, okay, I've never seen this and you know... Just, just to go along for the ride. We've never done this before, but I'm just going to put it out there. Oh my god, yes. Do you have a favorite of the 80s? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, we have Ordinary People. Yeah, that's the one. That's in the theme. Yeah. Chariots of Fire, yeah. Gandhi. Yeah. Terms of Endearment, Amadouas, uh-huh. Out of Africa, uh-huh. Platoon, Last Emperor, Rain Man, Driving Miss Daisy, Amadeus. Amadeus, for sure. Gandhi. And Gandhi. Is, Second. Yeah. And you know... And then I really enjoyed Out of Africa. Yeah. I was just going to say Out of Africa. <laughs> I was not expecting to. Yeah. It's number three, I'd say. Yeah. In that list. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us. Same to Twins. Twins. Bottom of the list. Um, Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> Driving Miss Daisy. The Last Emperor for me was just like, yeah. nah, not happening. Yeah. What were they again? Say. Ordinary People, uh-huh. Chariots of Fire. Okay, there we go. Chariots of Fire. Chariots of Fire. <laughs> yeah. I'd say Ordinary People, Chariots of Fire, in terms of endearment. Oh, you did not enjoy the terms I, of the I endearment. I just thought, I thought terms was... I think there's a better story in there than there is in Driving Miss Daisy. What is the story? The story of her mother and daughter and their lives and an astronaut moving in yeah. next door. No. I just like Jack. I wasn't endeared to that film. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Hardy Har. I, I think I'm very... I didn't care for the lives of people. I don't like the everyday. Yeah. It's mundane. It's mundane. Why do I want to watch a movie about the everyday lives? But I... Which is interesting. I didn't think that would be me. Because I kind of like... I think there's so much to be said about everyday, but I think everyday has to have a twist. You have to have something... So you gotta... You have to kind of have a gimmick. You can't... It's not a gimmick. It has to be everyday, but with a twist. Okay. Like, there has to be, you know, everyday, but like... Behind closed, like Blue Velvet. That's every day, but what's happening behind closed doors. Okay. You've never seen Blue Velvet. Mm-mm. But yes, that's what that is. Interesting. There we go. Interesting the things I'm learning about my myself. By yourself. By yeah. yourself, yeah. Exactly. All right, Mita, before we move on to the 90s. Yes. We are going to play a little game. We. Oui. Last week, mm. you had me connect. Yes. Dunkirk. We. Oui. To Spy Kids. Uh-huh. This week. Yes. I'm going to have you connect Spy Kids uh-huh. to your new all-time favorite movie, oh, great. Barbie. <laughs> Come on, Barbie. Let's go, Barbie. Ah, ah, 
Dharma Stores Town. Okay. Um, Spy Kids has George Clooney, who directed and was in The Ides of March with Ryan Gosling, who is in oh, Barbie. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I actually was trying. I'm like, there must be something, but I couldn't connect it. But yes, that's I it. got it. There you go. Yeah. You got there quickly. Yeah. I'm you. very good at this. Sometimes you're not. <laughs> Neither are you. The- I didn't say I was. <laughs> Mita, what are we watching next week? Next week, we are watching a movie I've never seen, Dances with Wolves. Sutton School. Huh? Sutton School. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's next week. One I, Kevin Costner, who um, I think is the whitest toast of white toast. Yeah. And I hate his character in Molly's game. Oh. <laughs> I just don't like the end of Molly's game. I liked him without the end. We didn't have that bench scene. That bench scene pisses me yeah. off. Trying to redeem himself. Aaron Sorkin, you should know better. Yeah. Merita, parting words. Yes, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Yes, Sam. Yes, Sam. Yes, Sam. Yes, Sam. Thank you so much for listening, friends. Please like, subscribe, share, and... Rate and review. And we will see you next week for our first movie of the 90s. Woo! Driving Miss Daisy. What? No! Dance <laughs> <laughs> There we go. (laughs) Have a lovely week, folks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Movies to Watch Before the End of the World, sponsored by no one. You can send us an email at moviestowatchpod at gmail.com, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at moviestowatchpod, and check out our litter box at movies, the number two, watch pod. As always, keep your pants on and don't forget to smell the Kevin Bacon.